Welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. Say howdy. Hello. And we're continuing our second sequel month uh, by doing a sequel to a movie that uh, we watched, God, just recently. Uh, we are watching uh, Hellraiser Bloodline from 1996. Uh, this is the, was it... Fourth Hellraiser movie, uh, so it's uh, we're we're not <laughs> like uh, like our previous uh, watch. We're uh, we're skipping ahead a little bit. It's not really sequels so much as sequels to sequels. Yeah, to well, sequels. I mean, no, it's it's in the line. You know, it's my thing. It's 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 part of the franchise. It's not the first movie, and that's all there is to it. I, frankly, I didn't want to watch Hellraiser two. I wanted to watch Hellraiser four because Hellraiser four. Is an absolute trash fire, and I love it. Oh, that's six months oh, out watching it's, it. Oh, I'm so excited. In fact, this one uh, was such a trash fire uh, that the director, uh, Kevin Yeager, actually took his name off of it because Miramax decided that it really wanted to start like adding stuff in, and it like, forced Pinhead in there like way earlier and all this other kind of stuff. Great. Uh, he actually had done uh, a couple ups. Uh, he did the episode Strung Along and Lower Birth from the Tales from the Crypt show. Uh, I think one of them was like Lower Birth was like very early on, and then they did one a little bit later on for hmm. for uh, Strung Along. Uh, but yeah, like they apparently showed the video to the Miramax execs, uh -huh. and they were like, "Oh no, you got to make all these changes, and it's got to have a happy ending. It's got to do this and that." And so it's just like completely butchered. So he went Alan Smithy. The rest of the movie and all the retakes were done by Joe Chappelle, uh, who actually did uh, Phantoms. And oh. uh, Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. So I think that was like number five in the Halloween grouping. Oh, interesting. Like four or five. Yeah, it's which. it's higher up there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, but this one was written by, and you're, so the weirdest thing is, is I can kind of see it with the later shows that he, he wrote. Uh, Peter Adkins wrote this one. Huh. Uh, Hellraiser 2 and 3. Uh-huh. So he, he's got a Hellraiser pedigree. So he understands the character. Uh-huh. At least he wrote the original. I don't know what else is going to be happening on there. Yeah. But he did Wishmaster 1, 2, and 3. Oh, interesting. And the most excellent 1995's Fist of the North Star, starring some random guy and Malcolm McDowell is in it. This is the, the American version. Uh, oh, uh, Dante Basco is in it. Ah, Dante Basco. Yes, I know Dante Basco. Yes. Cool. Uh, it's also starring, uh, well, not also starring, it's starring uh, Bruce Ramsey, uh, who's in 1993's Alive. Um, that one is a rugby team crashes and he has to eat bodies. It's the Uruguayan, uh, you know when they always make the joke about the, the Brazilian soccer team in the Alps or in the Andes and they eat the bodies? No, you know, I heard that. No, I haven't. But oh, apparently I've heard that's that always. a thing. Like they, anytime, it's just like immediately. So it was a, it was the Uruguayan uh, rugby team, and they crashed in the uh, the Andes Mountains, and they were forced to eat them, like you know, the dead bodies and all that kind of stuff. It was a big thing that actually happened in 1993. So uh -huh. this is based on the true story. Oh, okay. Uh, he's also in 2003's Holes with Shia LaBeouf, and uh, the direct-to-video movie Babylon Five: The Lost Tales. Yeah, if you're keeping track on that one, that one's the one that's in like season five. That wasn't that good, but it still had Bruce Boxleitner, so you know I was really happy about That's that. That's all one. that matters. Yeah, it's really you know as long as your boxes are lighter. Uh, but it's also got Valentina Vargas in it. She was in 1986's In the Name of the Rose uh, with Sean Connery. Uh, she was in 1995 Southern Cross, which looks like a like a kind of a way of the gun wannabe. Uh, and 1994's Twin Sitters, which had the Barbarian Brothers in it. I so, don't know who the Barbarian Brothers Oh, oh they were uh, two big, muscly dudes. I think they were wrestlers. 
Ah. Uh, so it was like one of those like, uh, you know, Mr. Nanny, uh, you know, pacifier kind of things. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty funny. And of course, Doug Bradley is reprising his role as uh, Pinhead. Uh, in this one, um, other things that you might remember him from, I think we always bring up Nightbreed, and Nightbreed's one of our favorite movies. Uh, but he was also in Prophecy, uh, The Prophecy Uprising from 2005, and uh, 2012's uh, Wrong Turn 5. So, what was he? Who was he in Nightbreed? Uh, he was one of the guys in the thing, I think. Oh, I think he might have been the guy who pulled out his face, but I can't remember. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Huh. Uh, we also have Adam Scott, who is in Krampus, Kim Myers, who is in A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Mickey Cottrell, who is Ed Wood. In Ed Wood. In Ed Wood. Who does he play in Ed Wood? Uh, he plays some random guy. Oh, okay. Like it's, but it's, the guy's got such a, a face that you can kind of recognize it. It'd be like if you saw Richard Mull in anything, you'd be like, oh, hey, that's Richard Mull. Yeah. We you do know? that a lot, though. Yeah. So, uh, Cortland Mead from Uh-Huh, from, oh, who is Uh-Huh, from The Little Rascals in 1994. Uh, we got Louis Mostello, uh, who was in One for the Money. He was the um, the dad of Stephanie Plum. Oh, okay. Uh, so he played uh, Catherine Heigl's dad in that movie. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and then we got Christine uh, Harznos, who was in Days and Confused. I think she's the girl with the weird haircut in Days and Confused. I know we, we just had a conversation. You don't remember Days and Confused at all, which is hilarious, given the context of that movie. But... We've, we watched it I at some point. I am both and confused. Uh, but um, there was, like, one of the girls in the, the background. I was like, oh, hey, I think I, I know you, but not really. But anyway, so this is a movie that was absolutely butchered. Uh, it was part of that period of time when uh, the studio execs started changing everything for no reason. So you had, like, remember when The Crow happened? Yeah. And they completely butchered that? Say, uh, Crow City of Angels. Let me put it that way. There you go, that yeah. one. Isn't uh, that the one with David Boreanaz? I know that's the other one with um that that one had the guy who was in that was uh, Edward Furlong yeah that, one. that yeah. was the same one yeah no Crow City of Angels was the weird post apocalyptic one yeah it was weird I don't think I've seen that oh one. it was it was it was number two it was the second oh. movie to ever come out oh okay huh. yeah well, uh, but I have to like, find that one they they would they would go in and they would like like no you got to add this you got to add that and every time they did it they did it, it wrong it screws up the movie yeah. yeah same thing happened with um a little bit was uh, event horizon oh that's right that's i remember right. yeah yeah i remember yep. them talking about that but like and it, but it know, was still good luckily so. all right you know and a lot of these know, movies great. were still Fantastic. good but you know it's you never forget what they took from us <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of. Very true. But we're going to go ahead and watch this one. I think we have to get that. This is a, a rental. Uh, so we're going to be picking up on there because we don't have a uh, uh, a pack of if, them. If this one is as bad as you're saying it is, oh. then we are definitely not buying it. Oh, Hellraiser Dogs. Yeah. Oh, Hellraiser Dogs? Hellraiser Dogs. Hell is Dogs. It, is this the one with the with the kinky twins or whatever? The... No, 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 no. This is the one in space. Oh. Oh God! Uh, the the place where every horror franchise jumps the shark, <laughs> spice, including leprechauns and Leprechaun uh, in space and uh, Jason and oh and Jason I'm, I'm Jason still, X right Jason X was Jason in space. X was in space yeah yes. that's right I am still waiting for Nightmare on Elm Street in I was gonna space. say Freddy hasn't gone the whole space. universe has a has an Elm Street bitch yeah Freddy hasn't gone to space yet well, thank no, God I, I don't think he could you know but I'm sure we could could we do Freddy you know what, listeners? Let us know. Could could there be a Freddy in space? Give us, give us your take on that. ESAT3AM at gmail.com. Send us that one. John would love to hear it.
Anyways. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and pause it here, and we will be right back. Yep, we'll be right back. Centuries ago, a toy maker set out to build the perfect puzzle box. A gift that would bring enchantment to all who possessed it. He never dreamed that this simple toy was the key to the gates of hell. Oh my God. Do I look like someone who cares what God thinks? Now, centuries later, a scientist has unlocked its secret. And the battle for the future of mankind is about to be fought across the boundaries of time. trash fire good lord that was awful (laughs) can't believe you maybe watch that yes good it was so bad that i wanted to take a nap i've had such sights to show you hopefully that was not one of them because let me tell you about ultimate suffering ultimate suffering is this movie ultimate suffering it must be the editing process for this movie because you can tell that there was a good movie at one point and then it just, like, they're like, quick, put in more stuff with Pinhead. Quick, put in more of the Hell Dog. Oh, wait, what are we going to do with the Hell Dog? How's it going to die? Let's blow it up. Oh, God. It was... Uh, anyways, let's... It was like okay, the extreme let's... 90s. It was awful. So, uh, let's start off in, in uh, 2127, which is 105 years ago, or... No, 105 years in the future from today. So we're basically. in a space station. We're in a space station. We're in a weird space station. In 2127. Yeah, and it's sitting there, <laughs> and then we've got a guy, and I will say that this is the funniest thing, because he's got a drone opening the Lament configuration. Yeah. But it's like, they still had to have like a a like humanoid looking thing, so it looks like one of the rejects from... Uh, from Terminator. Oh, I was going to say... It like a really bad reject from Terminator. So, when they were trying to come up with the RoboCop 2 plan, and they were, like, coming up with the different versions of RoboCop, and they uh, had, like, the... Like, remember the one that, like, tears its head off? It's like... Yeah! Yes. And then oh, they, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can That's see what that. it reminded me of. Yeah, I can or, see that. Or, like, the droid from Rogue One. It was, it looked bad. Yeah. Anyways, this, this, this humanoid-looking uh, robot was... Uh, opening up the lament configuration and uh, with, with the guy who had like power gloves on. Yes, like he's uh, this he weird was, bald he guy was, has the power gloves on. Yeah, because he was controlling this this android, and uh, the android succeeds in opening the lament configuration, releases Hellraiser, uh, and it, then explodes. it looks directly at the camera as soon as it does. It. It's like and it goes ooh, and oh, I'm I'm sorry. If you feel like you didn't get enough of that, don't worry. That exact scene. We'll play out again, including the ooh part. It was weird. And we're like, th- they've showed this already. 
Yeah, like, and it was like, oh, wow. At the very beginning. Oh, oh, by the way, the very, very beginning before the credits even hit is a jump scare. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, it also has, uh, what, blank? It's it's uh, just white text on a black background. Yes, yes, yes. So I was having a little bit of a time after time kind of vibe. And we could also do them in blue. It was very... Yeah. <laughs> It was uh, very boring. Uh, but yes, oh, and the... They the, needed a jump. They should have put the jump scare after the credits, so that way it would wake you up. The CGI was terrible, too. Because so, yeah. the the what we're seeing is is uh, this guy, who is later realized as uh, Dr. Mer uh, Merchant. Uh, uh, he is uh, doing this power glove-wise, you know, uh, it, from a different... And I love the fact that they had the robot cross-legged. Like they always have the yeah the they always have that, the people yeah the people yeah. the so kids and stuff like that doing he's, he's got it doing it and he's it's like CGI and of course it makes a terrible screeching noise when it's like rubbing its like thumb on the the lament configuration yes. outside because it's, it's like, like metal on metal and I was like okay cool and uh. then it bloom and then he's like aha pinhead pinhead is on the space station and you're like oh, what's going to happen well that's when a woman comes in with a gun. And she's like, it, you, what, what did she say? Doctor, Doctor Merchant, you're you're under arrest or something like that. She, uh, I can't remember what the hell she says. It's weird. And then she says it again. So honestly, you think that we would remember, but both of us were trying to stay awake by that well, point. Well, so we get kind of an explanation. What happens is, is Doctor Merchant is taken into a, a holding cell, which is, I guess, it's supposed to be a, uh, a force shield or something like that because it's it's the it's that light thing where the, they the they like bars. let's show the light bars it's so funny because i remember them doing that in an episode of are you afraid of the dark and it looked better in the episode of are you afraid oh, of the I'm dark oh i'm sure it did i'm uh, sure it did but he's like you want to know why i want to you like and he, the guy's got a good voice the um who who was it the the dude who played this was uh uh bruce ramsey Great voice for this. Yeah. You know, he, he did a very good job, and he looks way better with no hair. Oh, I think he looks way better with hair. Really? Well, uh, yeah, like, yeah. With no hair, he looks, with no hair, he looks more serious. Uh, but he's with like... With hair, he looks like a very pretty 90s boy. He's like, let me tell you where this came from. And then it's like... Doo -doo -doo. So we go all the way back to Paris, France, 1796, to Dr. Merchant's ancestor, Philip Le Marchand. La, la, la Marchand. La Marchand? I can't say it. Anyway, uh, he is a French toy maker uh, who has been contracted to make the box. The the la actual... Marchand. I guess it's just La Marchand's box uh, at that point because it's not technically a lament configuration. Yeah, it's just a box. Until it gets used. Uh, but it is being... He was commissioned by a libertine. Uh, if you have any idea what a uh, libertine is, you kind of get the idea. Think Marquis de Sade. Uh, it's that kind of vibe from this guy, a guy named, uh, Lyle, I think it was something like that. It was, it was, it's, Luke Lyle. it's, it's guy who's not going to live very long, Duke which I thought it was Duke funny. De Lyle. And something like that. he's like, Oh, Hey, you know, uh, I have, I have finished the box that I am, I am so happy for. And then his wife is like, Oh, but, uh, where are you going? It doesn't, like, it doesn't do anything. No, no, because she tries it. Oh, that's it right. doesn't It doesn't do shit. And she's like, so it doesn't do anything. Is He's it, like, well, I'm going to take it to his maker because at least he'll appreciate he'll give my, me money for it. my genius. And then she's like, no, no, stay here with me. He's and like, the baby. He's like, no, I shall not. And he leaves. And then we see across town at the, uh, the Duke Delisle guy's house, 
uh, we see Adam Scott walking in a lady who is just... Which it took me a while to remember who Adam Scott was, even though he said his name on the credits. He's the dude from Parks and Rec. Yep. And yeah. he looks exactly like he does the in Parks and, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even try to do an accent. Like, he some people it. are doing French accents. Some people are doing like, oh, yes, I'm very English for France right now. Yeah, no, I, he's, he's very American. Yeah, he's just like, uh, of course... Uh, Duke Delisle will tell you exactly what is going on here. Yes, he is <laughs> so one of the bad. he is one of the greatest uh, magicians. Magicians, in all the yeah. So apparently, uh, so they bring in a lady. Um, this lady is, you know, pretty. I guess. So she's, it's, she's a, she's a she's a hooker. Is she, she a hooker? No, no. So she's just some rando. Like they, so they went out and they found a lady who wasn't christened. And has no family. And I guess maybe she could be a hooker, but it's not explicitly stated. But they're like, ah, yes, try I mean, eating she's coming, the food. She's coming on like a hooker. Yeah. Uh, and she's and that's uh, Valentina Vargas, uh, who I guess is supposed... Like, I mean, she's not a bad-looking lady, but I'm also, like, not... I, I don't know. I just there was something. There was something weird about her. I was not impressed. So let me go but, ahead and put it that way. So Valentina Vargas, um, uh, and she's just like, oh my god, let me go ahead and start eating the stuff. He's like, do you do? You, how do you like the your your worms there, Valentina? He's like, what? It's your worms. You're eating worms. She's like, oh no, it's maggots. Worms. You're eating maggots. Well, it's like yeah, but it it wasn't it, maggots. There I, were no maggots on that. Like, oh, I no. thought there were maggots. Uh, I just saw the mealworms. Oh, mealworms. That's what. Yeah, I saw. it was like yeah, mealworms. Yeah. Like uh, they didn't even do maggots. They're just like yeah, look, we don't want to get gross. Okay, Let's put some caterpillar. I love the caterpillars. The green litter, fat caterpillars. Later on, they're like, look how disturbed this whole place is. There's worms and stuff. I'm like, those are mealworms and those are caterpillars. Big like green, adorable fat caterpillars. <laughs> the happiest hell caterpillars. They look like it looked like a caterpie. Like from Pokemon, that's what <laughs> it, it really looked like. Did. Uh, but yes, uh, what they do is they go ahead and, for some reason, uh, they tie her down and then they don't want to choke her, but then they do choke her. No, no, they don't want her to bruise. That's right. So they like wrap up her hands. She's like, oh, what are these for? He goes, that way you don't bruise. And then they proceed to choke her. I'm like, what the hell is the point? Of... And then snap her neck or something? Yeah. And then they like, okay, so at this point, they take her to another room and the toy maker is, you know, eavesdropping like basically he's like looking through the window and seeing what they're doing well, so he's seeing them dissect this girl and like take her skin off so, and all this other stuff he shows up he, he drops off the box he's like ha ah, hum de dum 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 and then he looks through one of the windows and like everything could have not happened if it was like you know looking through the windows that's the only thing that didn't need to happen but he was just like oh well he had to see all the crazy shit that they were doing which is basically skinning her and all kinds of other shit. And then they summoned a demon and put the demon into her body. And they didn't actually... It, it was pretty cool because they, they hooked the skin over this, like, pentagram. And the pentagram, like, sucked down into hell. And then the skin filled up. It was like a... It's like a reverse like, water balloon. <laughs> like yeah. she just vacuum sealed her. And now her name is Angelique. Yep. Yes. Your name is Angelique. And I, I love that because he gives her the name. And then later on, Pinhead's like... Angelique. And I was I, like... I think that... But I think... Because she's the princess of hell. So I think that was her actual name. Well, yeah, but... As the princess of hell. And then that that's who he raised. dumb name for a princess of hell to have. Oh, I'm just... I'm just saying, like... I mean, even... Based on the research that I did. Pinhead had absolutely no name beforehand. No, he was... He just, was just lead Cenobite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the fact that she has a name, you know, in France. But anyway. Uh, yes. Uh, 
disgusted uh, merchant or Lamachon uh, runs. Uh, he so he goes home. Oh no, no! He asks his friend. He asks his friend, who is the the old guy, the doctor, who is also dissecting somebody. Yeah, he's like a forensic doctor, which I guess. My my favorite part is that We're that guy doctor. was the head of the info monks in Babylon Five, and I was just like, oh, it's him. And he's used to working with crazy people because he uh, one of the dudes that he works with is uh, the guy who plays Worm Tongue. Ah, uh, yeah, that was like oh, in one of the episodes. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, hey. But uh, he's like, oh, well, you know, if one of your boxes is causing the problem, you should totally make another box. Mm. And solve the problem. And he's like, oh, that I shall. I shall do that. That's a genius idea. So he goes home and he draws up a sketch pad for like this this super weird drawing shit that doesn't make any sense. Just like a whole bunch of like circles and like. It's, it, instead of it being like an inside box, it's like a, the in, like, it's not like a box that you're supposed to put together. It's like an exploded view of a box and it's got like swirly, I, I swear it looked like, you know, Sanskrit or something like that in there. It was like, just like, look at this. And it, I was like, huh. It, it doesn't make any sense. So, um, so yeah. that happens. Um, so while this, while all this is happening, um, the guy uh, who, what's, what's his name? The guy from Parks and Rec? Adam Scott. So Adam Scott is yeah, it's it's just Adam Scott is doing the do with this with this you know demon. Well, so he, I guess there's a point when and I I swear I remember that being in the movie at one point, but um, he betrays uh, Delisle and he goes um, he he basically contracts with uh, Angelique. Who's like, ah, I'll do whatever you want. And he's like, haha, you know, this is going to be awesome. Sexy times. And that's all they do is just sexy times, apparently. Like, yeah. the man is a big corn dog. And that's when, um, you know, Lama Shan goes back to get the box originally. And he's like, haha, I've got the... Uh... To get the original box. Yeah, he's, he's like, ah, I've got the, the original box. But then he gets caught, like, immediately. Yeah, after he's, like, entranced by the fat caterpillars. <laughs> we also we also had a jump scare with uh, Delisle, like... Coming to life for like two seconds. Yeah, and then he's like, Ugh. Uh, One of the things that we didn't mention, though, was earlier on, uh, Delisle did explain to Adam Scott that the one thing you can't do is get in the way of hell. If you get in the way of hell, uh, then a demon can go against its programming or something like that. Yeah, weird... go against its master. Yeah. Uh, so, at that point... Uh, Angelique grabs a hold of uh, La Marchande and starts cutting off his fingers. I guess is the like the because she's like you have such such pliable fingers. You should play with me. Yeah, I was like ooh. ooh. <laughs> me and John just both went ooh. Uh, but uh, that's when uh, La Marchande's wife shows up and is like freaked out. She takes the box though, right? So she sees him. Um, yeah. I don't know if she takes the box. Or something. I don't know. He, he does. He's like, you have he, to get a... Well, he makes her run out with um with the baby. Yeah, because they're coming back for her. Yeah. Um, and I guess at some point, uh, she took the 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 paperwork and everything and got them the hell out of there. Yep. Um, it's implied that uh, from that point on, all of the, uh, the merchand or the merchants, uh, as they are known, are... Um, or maybe it's specifically stated. I don't know. It was kind of kind of meh at that. But they have dreams. Oh yes, uh, and they're also their blood. Yeah, apparently some they're they're brilliant designers. It's a it's a designing thing. Um, later on in, in 1996, yep. nowadays present day, uh, present day we we have uh, John Merchant 
the latest descendant of Larmasharn, uh, who is a, um, uh, he built a skyscraper. He's an architect in this one. And he built a skyscraper that has like moving parts on the inside Which of is it. pretty damn cool. But it's, it, it is obviously the lament configuration. It is totes, yeah. It it's like, a right. huge lament configuration. And apparently it's so popular that uh, it gets put on top of a uh, a uh, magazine like arch- uh, like an architecture's digest yeah which his wife shows him his wife you know as his kid is playing with uh, like Lincoln Logs or Tinker Toys or something like that it wasn't either of those it was the Kinetics yeah like the Kinetics yeah because uh-huh. he's uh, building a Ferris wheel yeah and he was doing a damn big ass Ferris wheel and it's the kid I swear it's the kid. From the the shitty shining. It's yeah, probably. The, I mean, the, it's it's definitely yeah. a a famous kid that yeah. we've seen before. But uh, he's like, ah, yes, I'm on the cover. This is great. And then we see in France, uh, Adam Scott is still alive, uh, and Angelique is sitting there looking at the Architectural Digest thing, and she's like, ah, I have to go to America. And Adam Scott's like, I don't want to go to America. And she's like. Is that your final word on that? And he's like, yes, we are not going to America. And she's like, oh, good. Stab, 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 stab. Oh, well, maybe we can think of something else. And he's like, no, no, no. You got in the way of hell for, by telling me I couldn't go to America. Stab, 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 Instead stab, of just stab. asking her, like, because she's like, don't you want to ask me why I want to go? He's like, no, I don't want to go. Because he's like wasted to hell. And she's like, oh, good. And then she stabs him to death. Stab, and stab, then stab, she stab. still goes to America. Because there are no cats there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's when she starts trying to seduce Merchant. Yep. I keep wanting to call him Marshall, but it's like, Merchant. Uh, and she goes, yeah, she's like, hey, how's it going? And it like... It's, Whenever he initially sees her, it's at like a conference or something, and he seems scared. So he's getting an award in the building. Yeah. And then the next day, she goes to meet him, and he's like, oh, You're suddenly, super very, duper hot. suddenly very, very interested. And even you were like, wasn't he just scared of her like yeah, two like seconds ago? Yeah, like freaking out and throwing up and running out of the building so fast that she got angry and somehow realized that, I guess this is the building from uh, Hellraiser 3 because she goes down into the basement and in one of the support pillars she punches in and pulls out the lament configuration. Yeah. Which some poor fat guy who she ran into called an idiot and then was like, oh my God, I need to, you know, do something for you. And I was like, uh, why is he just like... He's like, oh, okay, that's totally (laughs) fine. You called me an idiot after running into me. And yeah, of course, I'll absolutely do anything you want, including get naked and, you know, try to mess around with this box. Take off your your clothes and start playing with this box. Okay, cool. And then (laughs) you can play with another box. And he's like, oh, 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 see, sexual innuendo. It's a box. (laughs) You got it. it. Just reminds me of a 40-year-old virgin who she's like, could you blow into this? And he's like, okay, (laughs) what's that for? And she's like, "Uh, the judge said I should get one. It's like, wait, what? I was like, why well, would why would I be doing that? And mm. then he dies. So yeah, he gets he gets pulled off. You get the typical um set of bite kills wherever there's a whole bunch of killing with um with chains, with hooks and all kinds of stuff and ripping off flesh and yeah. you know, this is still gore gore porn as much as any other Hellraiser movie is. Yeah. And and this one is the you know, poor luckless guy gets uh, yanked into hell. Uh, I guess the 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 side doors open like it did in, in all the other Hellraiser movies. Yeah. He gets sucked in. Uh, and that's when Pinhead finally makes his arrival. And he's Although like, he's been Angelique. Uh, 
apparently uh, in the, uh, the, the time frame that Angelique has been stuck on Earth, uh, Hell has gone through new management changes. And now instead of it being a, a land of temptation to corrupt the souls, uh, it is a place of cool, calculating pain. Dirty, filthy pain. <laughs> uh, and uh, Pinhead is totes on the pain train yep. compared to Angelique, who's like, no, no, I could totally seduce Merchant and and get him to you know do, do whatever, whatever I, I want. want. Yeah, and it was apparently uh, the whole point is to get him to design a puzzle box big enough to let everybody out, just open up like a permanent way between hell and and the, Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's what they decide to do. Uh, they're also very creeped out by the fact that uh, later on, Angelique goes in and sees what is called the Elysium configuration. Uh, and that is the uh, the the box that would nullify the, the Lament configuration. Mm -hmm. Which is the initial, I mean, which is the, the original yeah, the, blueprint that was brought up by La Marchand yeah. whenever they were still in France. It would somehow create some kind of perpetual light thingy on there. So it's, it's permalite. And it would totally, like, I don't know, man. It doesn't make any damn sense. I, well, you know, the thing that really pisses me off is they do all this and it's like, oh, we created permanent light. And they, they're like, oh, we're on a space station. I'm like, you know, if you put a space station out there in front of the sun, it's permanent light. It's always light. It's, you, there's nothing in the way. It's There's no rotation. Therefore, until permanent the sun, light. Until the sun goes out, honey. Well, yeah. Who knows what oh, that'll be? Oh yeah, and it could totally. Well, it'll it'll be funny as hell because it'll be like, oh, the sun is going out, and then it boosts open to a uh, super red giant, and it just like sucks it up. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that actually worked out better Whoops. than I thought. So, um, until um, and Pinhead uh, collaborate together yeah. to try to um, kill or, or to get Merchant to finish this whole thing. Um, Angelique actually does tell Pinhead about the. Elysium configuration mm -hmm. and he's you know basically poo-poos it he's like no no that's not gonna happen I don't care I'm pinhead obviously I'm way cooler and even if they get rid of me in this one it's not like I haven't done this three other times <laughs> so pinhead actually is like you know what screw this whole temptation noise I'm just going to get some live bait yeah. because I've heard that the greatest sorrow a parent can ex experience is the loss of a child loss of a child so he uh, goes to uh, Merchant's apartment and takes his kid. The Jack. funniest thing about this is the man designs skyscrapers for a living. He's got this. It's it's like a two story uh, apartment with more square it's footage. Freaking amazing. Than like some houses I've seen. Yeah. But it still does not have a washer and dryer. Connection. It's in in it, the washer and dryer are in the basement and they're coin operated. Yeah. And it's, I thought that was hilarious. It's awful. But then we hear, uh, I guess Jack, I don't even know what the hell. His name is Jack. Is his name Jack? Yeah, his name's Jack. so funny. Because uh, I think his name is Jack in... in Shock. Everything else, yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's Jack. He's like, ah, dad, mama, mama, I need help. And she runs back up and then she runs. She somehow makes it to the second story. And then she looks down at the first floor. And that's where Pinhead is like, holding the kid's hands and he's just like hello 
like the whole time because the kid is just like like mama she's like what are you doing here come here and she's just he's like mama he won't let me and then she comes over and, and, and it's Pinhead's just, like Pinhead just holding his hand like oh hey. he's young unformed the things i could teach him and i was just like ew oh ew uh, stop it what do you want and she's like oh i need your husband to do something <laughs> so Pinhead actually does take both the wife and the son and puts them in a room with the lament configuration. So he, they go to the, the Hellraiser building, yes. basically. That's where uh, he takes them to. Because their assumption is is that this is the the gateway place. Which it like, kind of is. Like, I, there's like a lot of... Pinhead can do a lot of weird shit with this building, like form rooms that aren't there. We also saw... Uh, I don't remember if... This happened earlier, or if it was later, we got the two guards uh, that, like, we followed for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, like, they were, like, exploring the room and talking about weird stuff. So it was two twins. It was it was, it was was a twin set of guards. I guess there were two guards. They were twins. That's the easiest way to kind of explain it. But they're, like, walking around, and it's completely divorced from the rest of the damn movie. It really is. It's like, if you cut that out, you wouldn't see it. Like, the, that whole bit, like, had nothing to do with anything else. And it was a very interesting part because this is when uh, Pinhead's like, uh, oh, you know, let me show you pain. And it was so funny. Like, the, the kids, uh, the kids, the, the twins said something. I don't want to be separated from my brother. No, it was, uh, we're going to get, we're going to, we're oh, going to bring you. Unleash some pain. Uh, unleash some pain. And, and Pinhead's like, you dare use that word. And I was just like. <laughs> Everything you say is like really like it's highfalutin. It has like a lot of like just like gravity to it, but it's also dumb as hell sometimes. <laughs> and I was just like, this is glorious. Like, how can you how can you not giggle whenever Pinhead says that? Like, and they they, <laughs> they had a very decent yeah. So and they turn into a Cenobite, yeah, uh, which is the twin Cenobite. I don't know if that's actually their name, but it, it's, it's yeah, it should be. Yeah, it's I mean, how chattery teeth was always just chattery teeth, and I think they had the fat chatter. Guy. It was a chatter, and I then don't care. oh no no butterball. butterball. That's right. Yeah, butterball was the was the was the big fat guy. Yeah, but and and their cinnabite is actually pretty cool because it like twists the uh, twists their faces like together. together or something like that. Yeah, I was, was like, cool. huh? And apparently, uh, it did that inside of the lament configuration building. Yes. So apparently the. The building is just set up to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, Bob, uh, I was just thinking, uh, maybe we could save some money by not putting drill bits in all of the uh, the, the walls? retaining walls. No, no, got to put the drill bits in there. That's uh, it's part of the ambiance. And remember, this one has to have a really huge drill bit, like at least three feet long. Yeah, just in case we need to pull some faces together. I don't know. Just That's so look, weird. Stop asking questions. Just do so it. So weird. It's New York in the '90s. What do you want? So, um. So, uh, what's his face? His wife, um, Merchant's wife has the lament configuration in the room. Uh, they actually send the hell beast after her, which is just a, it's a dude in a, in a dog suit. Like that's skinned. It's, it's, he's like walking around like, so there's, there's, I just thought it was, I think it's a puppet, but they just couldn't control it very well. There was one point when they showed the hands. Yeah. And it was like, like the, yeah. And that's it though. The rest of it is a guy wearing a, a dog mask. Huh. Yeah, it, I honest to God, I thought it was originally supposed to be the fat guy who, you know, like they changed him or something like that. But it's just some random dog beast thing. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so uh, at this point, uh, you know, she we've sends got the, him back to hell. She 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 was running around. It's it's a decent little. 
bit where they're they're doing all this stuff inside of the uh, the lament building. Uh, we've got uh, she is she. T- Merchant runs in. They get their kid and they send him downstairs. Merchant, uh, like, then kind of confronts Pinhead for about five seconds when Pinhead gets super pissed off and just chucks a chain through Merchant's head that has a little, like, retractable blade on it. Mm-hmm. So when he pulls the the uh, the chain back, it cuts off Merchant's head and just wins. Uh, and it's at that point that the mom is able to uh, open up the lament configuration and send, to send everybody back. Yeah, to yeah. send both Angelique and and Pinhead back yeah. to hell. And it's like ta-da! And and that's was, it. Like okay for that part. Cool. And then we go back to twenty-one twenty-seven. Yes, uh, it's at this point we get the so freaking super stupid. speedy kind of climax so of this. Stupid. Uh, you know, nobody really wants to believe that this is happening, but then they kind of start seeing that crap is going on inside you know, of this. with Pinhead yeah. and Angelique and the twins that have been summoned by Merchant. And they all start getting, like, they just start killing the guys. So many ganks in a very uh, short amount of time. We've got uh, the the twins smush some dude and, like, pull him in like they to, like they dissolve them into themselves yeah, yeah that was and weird. then we've got the uh the dog who is chasing the uh i guess love interest for merchant uh yes. the, the 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 future merchant mm-hmm. uh and uh she is able to corner it inside of a airlock that has a giant red button on the outside of it that if you push down on the red button so much pressure it just like it was like what it was like like it a thousand a, atmospheres or something 3, like that it was yeah. three thousand it was something ridiculous like that Angelique pulls a guy into a mirror, which shouldn't even be there. Most of the walls are made out of rock, by the way. I thought that was really weird. You transported that much crap into space. Oh, this is so weird. Uh, And it's at that point that uh, Merchant is really trying to get the the little wannabe Mila Jovovich to to run out the room. Mm -hmm. Uh, She finally does uh, and gets to the, uh, the ship. And that's when Pinhead starts chasing around. Oh my god, it was so funny. Well, and, and then it's random though because Pinhead just randomly has is talking to Doctor Merchant, like is talking to the to the, the bald guy. Well, so here's the best part is is he and Merchant like he Merchant is like pushing the last set of, of buttons on there, and Pinhead comes in and he starts monologuing, and that's when Merchant turns on a picture of the Earth. Which causes Pinhead to start walking towards the picture of the Earth and monologue there too. He was just like, ah, all the beautiful souls, and it's at that point a that Merchant's like, and yoink, and just just he nopes, nopes the out. Fuck out of there. Yeah, he, he does. So fucking funny. And, and so he turns around. He's like, there's nowhere oh. for you to go. My favorite, my favorite scene is after. So so after he tells his girlfriend to get out of there, the lady or whatever, he tells her to get out. He goes and he and it's just like a sudden transition wherever he's talking to Pinhead. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to him and is basically trying to distract him while time is running out. And then he disappears. And my favorite part is where Pinhead is just standing there looking around like, what the hell just happened? Huh? And he's like looking like all around the corners. Um, and he's like... He's <laughs> like, where are you? And then the TV, uh, a, a very nicely put TV pops up. And that's where Merchant is showing that he and uh, the girl are in the shuttle getting the hell away from there. And he's just like, I'm here... Sucks to be you, douchebag. And, like, Pinhead's like, brah. And that's when we see the space station that they were on. Which is a very oddly shaped space station, but there's a reason. Because it folds up into a lament configuration. Or or the Elysium configuration. Yes. Because it, again, 
in space, they take mirrors and they shine the mirrors and somehow the, the mirrors shine the light not into the box, but onto the outside of the box, which causes the box to explode. And then it cuts directly to the, like a 3D animation, the ship piloting, and then it cuts directly to credits. So silly. Yes. It supposedly permanently kills Pinhead, except it, I mean, I guess if this canonically comes at the end of all the other ones, then technically it, this it is did. the the ultimate death of Pinhead. Yeah. Death by light. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> and, and it just kind of, and then's the end. We have finally finished the, the terrible uh, case of Pinhead. Yeah. Uh, okay, what are you gonna rate this one? Oh, this one's this one's a trash fire. Uh, this is seriously a three. It's it's not it's not it follows because at least it had some fun bits in there and I enjoyed it. But it's it's I would not watch this again. Three twins out of ten. Three twins. Three twins. That's six twins. That's uh, it's just three of them. <laughs> we only count them as one group. <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm actually gonna give this one a uh, three out of ten hell dogs. Yeah, little cheddar teeth hell dogs. Yeah. This movie wasn't like so. As much as I rip on it, like I could see where this had the bones of a better movie in it, and I don't blame the guy. I don't. I, I can because this was, if you cut out the future crap or you put that at the very end, you turn this into three different movies. You could have done a great job on it. Okay. If you had a period piece like Hellraiser, where it's well, see the problem is, is it wouldn't be a Hellraiser movie because you just had Angelique in there. But you could probably turn it into that with Pinhead running around. I would love to have seen a proto Pinhead, a Pinhead before the the pain management and the la uh, like the whole uh, labyrinth thing getting or Leviathan, because apparently in the two hundred years since. Uh, you know, Angelique has left. We go away from whatever hell was before to this uh, this concept of this order, uh, this this rigidly inflected order of well, yeah, pain was, and all this other kind of stuff. That was what Leviathan was doing. Yes. Though. Yeah. So apparently, Leviathan is stronger than Angelique. Well, but I think Leviathan is Angelique's dad. Maybe. I think from what I was from my research that no, I was doing. My research. <laughs> uh, but it, it was it. You know, I would love to have seen a, a proto version of Pinhead just like, yes, my my mistress, I love the pains. Like, that's stupid. Pain is, is weak. You should not have the, the terrible pain. You should you have should, the temptation. You should tempt people, yeah, with, Doug Bradley. I could tempt right, people Doug with Bradley? the pain. It's Doug Bradley, yes. but it's I can't see Doug Bradley, like, like tempting anybody. Well, it's, it's, so the thing doesn't make any sense either because I guess it wouldn't be Doug Bradley because it would have just been a random demon. Because Doug Bradley, like, specifically got sucked into hell. Into he, the love yeah. configuration. And then yeah. we see him getting it put on there. But then again, this one goes against all the weird-ass canon. So, you know, what do we got? True. Um, but what about you? What did you think of this movie? Is there another Hellraiser movie that you like that we think that you that you think that we should watch? Good Lord. I just got all tongue-tied right there. Mm -hmm. uh, let us know. Reach out to us at esat3am.com uh, or uh, esat3am at gmail.com. Or email. Yeah. At ESAT3AM on Twitter and Facebook. Or you can uh, reach out to us and leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. And we would love to hear from you. Yep. We'll talk to you all next time. Good grief. I just, I we got we to gotta cut it because I just keep messing things up. We'll see you all later. Yep. See you soon. Bye.